Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be an episode that you will want to pay attention to. And we strongly, strongly, as a, I mean, I don't want to be sued, but do not do these exercises while you're operating heavy machinery. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> the best uh, time to do it is when you're stuck in traffic driving home. Once you can do it, yeah. And once you get accustomed to it, yeah. So today's episode is how to meditate. This is such a crucial, crucial exercise um, and podcast episode that we're going to do. In fact, we're going to be doing a, a series of different how-to podcasts that just kind of talk about you know how to GYST. And so the first one that we really wanted to do is all about meditation. So I've been meditating my entire life and I get asked quite a few times, you know, how do you meditate? I've even uh, presented a couple classes at uh, Western when I was there. And so what we're gonna do, this is, when, when we first start breaking up this episode, I created different exercises for each of the guys here. And so, I guess before Sam gets mad at me, uh, this is Rahila. I'm in bar lodge on the mic. Kyle. <laughs> Sam's not even listening. Come on, call I better get a text message if you're listening, Sam. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, I created uh, a different exercise for Amit, Kyle, and Gummel that they're gonna kind of go into, but, but the basic of each of those was how to actually meditate. And there's different, so what I'm gonna talk about right now is just different breathing styles and, and why you want to breathe and how right now, nine out of 10 of you are doing it wrong, right? It seems like easy, you just breathe. No, we're doing it wrong. <laughs> so, on average, in a, in a, <laughs> Seems easy, right? You just breathe. No. <laughs> no you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong for your whole life. You might as well be dead. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so on average, every day, you take 20,000 to 26,000 breaths every single day. So that equals about 15 to 18 inhales per minute, which is wrong. We're breathing too often. Our breaths are not as deep as they should be. That number, the 15 to 18, should really be about seven to nine breaths. Um, if you, the other thing is we're taught when you take a deep breath, right? Fill up your lungs. Well, that's wrong too. Um, so if you look at a baby, when a, when a baby's laying in bed and it's breathing, its chest isn't going up and down. Its stomach is. It's breathing from the diaphragm. And that's really what we need to do in order to really Exhaling gets rid of about 70% of the toxins um, in your body if done properly. And so when you breathe in, in through the nose, and then you actually expel your stomach out to make room for, for all that air. And then when you exhale through the mouth, what it's doing is it's releasing toxins. But just more than that, it's increasing the amount of oxygen in your body it's slowing your respiratory rate. It's increasing blood flow through your body into your heart. It's lowering your blood pressure. It's decreasing your stress. 
So a lot of times people think that they need to have, you know, 10, 15 minutes of just dedicated meditation time or I need to do this before I go to sleep. And that's fine. It, it will help you relax. But at the same time, if you do it before you're about to go to sleep, it's going to put you to sleep, especially if you don't really know what you're doing at the beginning. So that's why so many people meditate in the morning to really just kind of get the day started on the right path. And if you breathe in deeply through your stomach, through your diaphragm, you're going to feel your stomach muscles become sore because you're just not used to using them in, in that way. One of the things that I like to do is imagine a white, a pure white silk handkerchief. When you're breathing in through your nose, imagine you're taking that handkerchief in through your nose, down your esophagus, all the way down to your the pit of your stomach in, in your diaphragm. I'm literally doing it right now. Right? And you, then you're like painting the picture for me. Sorry, go ahead. And then when you exhale, imagine that handkerchief coming back up through your mouth, but it's all black. And what that does is that helps you kind of not only release some of the toxins, but really you start associating with it subconsciously with the energy in your body. In through the nose, white handkerchief, you're inhaling good energy. <sighs> Exhaling through the mouth, the bad energy. And so that exercise, you want to do it for about five to 10 minutes. And that was the basic of how to meditate. You want to find a nice quiet spot. You want to have your back straight. I would say right now, don't worry about posture. Don't worry about, you know, is your back perfectly straight? If you can't sit with your back straight, that's easy. Lean up against a wall. And a lot of times I'll sit on the floor of my bed or I'll sit on the floor next to my bed and I'll use the bed as, as a back. So that way I don't have to, you know, concentrate on just sitting up straight. And then whatever feels natural for you physically, that's what you want to do. And then eventually as you get better and better at this, you want to have certain postures. You want to cross your legs certain ways. You want to have your palms on your laps facing up. And so don't worry about that right now. What's really important for the audience at home is just that breathing technique. And you'll notice if you do it five, 10 minutes every single day in the morning, you're gonna have so much energy. You're gonna be wide awake. And then as you feel more comfortable and you can fall into that state just like that at any time, then practice it throughout the day. Kyle and I were just sitting down for lunch today and kind of going over this podcast and, and what we're gonna record. And I was like, yeah, eventually you'll get to this state. And then right in the middle of eating, I just started meditating and, and quickly got to that point. But I've also been meditating years. And so these are the, the fundamentals on how to breathe, why you need to breathe, why it's so important to your health overall. And just know that if you are breathing your normal way of breathing right now, you're doing it too often and your body is in a state of hyperventilation. Doesn't sound healthy at all. Right? It's all stuff that no one really thinks about. And so with yeah. that, Kyle, I'd like to toss the mic over to you and don't kind of, literally toss it. <laughs> Sam's gonna get mad if he's, he's listening. Um <laughs> It's going to be it's such a, running, a... It's a running joke now. So right. even listen anymore. Our sound guy doesn't listen to us. You don't listen to me. Uh, so, Kyle, I'm going to hand, hand you the, the mic to talk about kind of your experience with this and, and maybe just kind of tell the audience at home um, the exercise that you did. And, and before you do that, just really quickly, um, 
So there's lots of different forms of meditation. The, the breathing technique that I just shared is, is pretty universal, but it's not just crossing your legs, you know, touching your, your fingers together mm -hmm. and floating like most people think Indians do. Um, that comes much later with practice. What was the character on Street Fighter? Dalsim. Dalsim. <laughs> Our uncle. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I looked at Kamal. I should have asked him. Right? <laughs> yeah, my bad. He's the gamer in this group. Come on. But, but what's important to know is each of these three fellows is going to talk about a different technique. So there, it's not just you or you have to meditate one way, and if you're doing it any other way, you're doing it wrong. It's not like breathing. Um, but no, there's there's lots of different ways to do it. So, Kamal? Yeah. The breathing technique Rohit mentioned, I had done short-term a few times before. I've never done it to the extent of literally taking like 10 minutes to do it, to really get to that place. So when I had done it in the past, it was really, it was refreshing, but I don't know that I got out of it as much nearly as, as this particular exercise. Mine was about personal reflection. Self-identity is something that we don't discuss a whole lot, a lot of times because we get caught up in doing things for other people or because of other people. Um, so that was really what mine was about. And once you take the time to do the exercise and kind of get to that state where you can focus on something, you take a look at some of these questions and they mean different things to you. So the first one to me was um, pretty simple. Uh, do you take special effort to thank people? If you do, do you get upset if they don't do the same? And I thought about these things in so many different ways. The next one is, is, is even more obscure the way I thought about it. But so this particular one, I, I didn't, I don't take those things generally too personally. Um, other than jokingly, you hold the door for somebody, they don't say anything. It's like, oh, you're welcome, jerk. But, but overall, I, I tend to not take those things personally. I go about my business. I don't do favors or acts of kindness to get praise or things. I do them because they're the right thing to do. And that was a that was a realization that I came to with this. The next one was if you were to look at a hundred people your age, engage them, how many of them do you think are living more satisfying lives than yourself? And as I thought about this, I thought I don't know, maybe like half of them. And I started thinking, what what does that mean? Why would half of them be living more satisfying than me? I could be living a more satisfying life than somebody else. What does a more satisfying life mean? So it led me to all these questions of how do I gauge how satisfying my life is versus everyone else that's in my same age bracket, if you will. So I didn't even get an answer to the question. I had more questions to the question as I was there. And my mind began racing with all these things. Kept on getting deeper and deeper. You're deeper peeling deeper. back the onion. I'm peeling back the onion, going down that rabbit hole. So those are things that I think that I thought about that I wouldn't normally think about at all, right? Um, how do you gauge satisfaction? How do you gauge happiness? So how do I know how many of those people out of 100 are more or less satisfied? I looked at a scale of material things is what I initially looked at. When I when I read the question and I thought about it, that was the first thing that came to mind. But as I sat there and continued to think about it, continue to focus on it, it came with, well, wait a second, let's define this. What does this mean? What does this mean to me? What does this mean to others? 
how do I know? Those are things that I would not have thought about had I not sat down and taken a moment to do this exercise and ask myself that question. Um, there's a few more here too. I mean, I could kind of go on. But I think the moral of this is, you look so confused. Oh. The, the moral of this one too is more or less, do you allow yourself to go on an autopilot? If you've ever been in a situation where you hopped in your car and you were just driving and you ended up at home and you don't even know what happened. How, how often does that happen to you? It's kind of creepy, but it happens mm -hmm. fairly often. Quite a bit? Yeah. Or the worst is when you're expecting to go to some place, but your mind is like autopilot to go home and then your wife tells you you missed the turn. <laughs> like, my bad, I'm, I'm, I'm automatically going home. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't help it. I'm just doing it. I'm not even thinking. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about it. My mind's somewhere else. I mean, you moved to the new place, right? Yes. Did you, have you gotten to your old place yet? Uh, on a <laughs> no, pilot? I haven't. I've done that before. It's weird. You have? Yeah. So <clears throat> when we moved to Auburn, yeah. I literally went all the way to Renton and got to the front of the house. Oh, back. Oh, so my garage no. was like, fuck. We moved. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I was five minutes away from home too. Oh, <laughs> <next shit>. <laughs> I have done it before. Like a long time ago, I when I was working two jobs, I was working at a Japanese steakhouse and electronics retailer. I drove to the electronics retailer <laughs> when I was supposed to be driving to the Japanese steakhouse. And I literally I had my fucking clothes on. You close the work at a restaurant, not sell TVs. <laughs> I fucking didn't realize it. So I was ready to pull it, I was like Fuck! <laughs> Turn around the parking lot immediately. Luckily, they weren't too far away from one another. I legit did that. I haven't done it on the way home yet, though. But I, I can absolutely say, admit, you know, I'm mean, just as you mentioned it. I have had instances where I just hopped in the car. I didn't even think about it. I just went. I took the same route. And I, I didn't even realize when I got home. Didn't know how long it took. I didn't know what I passed. I couldn't tell you five different cars that I seen. Um, those are the things that I think we want to try to avoid with things like this. One small thing you can do is take a different round home on purpose. Make a right turn instead of a left. Even if you gotta go around the block. Or back to your old spot. Back to the old spot. Like, <laughs> who was living there? Was anybody there? Or, oh, oh yeah, it was something like, oh, get, get out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have been awkward. Who yeah. Yeah, you know, I know, right? I'm pretty sure so I, would have, uh, I would have been open the garage because it was right in the first few days since we moved, so I still had the clicker. Oh, so I'm shit. sure I would have been able to click. And get right in. Yep. Oh shit. Oh, that would have been beautiful. That would have yeah, been awesome. I should have done that. You probably would have got shot. Huh? Someone would have called the police. Probably. Too funny. Don't yeah. let that happen. <laughs> shot too. That's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so I, I think that's that's something to look at is is this is really getting yourself out of autopilot. Finding out whether or not you let circumstances control you, or whether you control your circumstances in your life. Do you allow your circumstances to lead you down a path that you don't want to go, and use that as your reasoning, as your excuse, rather? So I think that's what I really got out of this one, is I didn't get answers, I got more questions. The one answer I did get, though, is that I do want to continue to do exercises like this. I think there's a lot to be gotten from these types of exercises if you continue to do that and do the proper.
And I, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but, but each of the exercises that the three fellows are going to talk about, they did them once they did the breathing exercise for about five, ten minutes. Once they, once they had been doing the breathing exercise, that's the basic, you know, the, the foundation of all this. And once you feel like you're at a point where, you, where you're good with your breathing style, then you do the exercise. Um, at, at the same same instance, I don't, I don't mean like you breathe mm-hmm. and then you know the next day you answer these questions. You know, as you sit down, it's important to to have your body and your mind connected as you're as you're doing these breathing exercises. Once you feel good, it takes about five ten minutes. Then go ahead and open up your eyes and you know go through with the exercise. I'm not, I'll kind of agree with that. Um, <clears throat> for me. Uh, when I did this exercise, um, I don't think I got fully into that state yet. So even though I was able to do my exercise, I don't think I was in, in fully in the right mode. And I think that would have totally um, made me realize a different way of how what I'm. I mean, just so my exercise was about identifying stress. And it was about using, getting into the state mode, mode of state, you know, and um, identify what are the different things in my life that is adding into my stress, right? Um, I, when I put all the, so what I had to do was think about this and then make up a list of, of all the items that's out there. When when I opened up the you know these instructions and how to do meditation, I was really in the more thinking that oh, it's about sitting in a dark room and just meditating the whole time and reflecting on what it was, and kind of thought about it, and that's what you had it too. But when I saw this exercise, it was a little different because I was already doing it, but more for my work rather than my whole life. Um, so it just brought in a lot of different perspective of my different life that I was thinking of. And when I started listing off all of these stresses that I have in my life, I didn't realize that I ended up going through two pages of it. Oh, oh shit. wow. So, well, yeah. You get you to don't call me false. I know, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, these are all this. <laughs> at night. At night. <laughs> right? Actually, I was thinking about it going the other way, other night too. Yeah, she did mention really? it. Yeah. yeah, we didn't end up going. But, um, so I was like, all right, so let me list out all the things that I have to do, all the things that is in my life that plays uh, a bigger part of me and just where I'm at with my life. And when I started writing down all these stuff, it was weird. It was, it was kind of hard to start up. Like it was like, I was like, all right, let me think about this. So I started talking about my work. I was like, all right, here are the action items for my work. I got to do this. But then that's what's really got me going was getting started up in that one. This was really hard. And then when I started writing it out, one after another, one after another, it was just like something after something that I'll just keep thinking of. And one of the exercise, then the exercise, what it calls out for is whenever you complete uh, a checklist item, you cross it off. And even though I haven't done it in any of any of the of my current list, I have done it for my work. And the the satisfaction that you get out of that crossing that shit out of your <laughs> list, yeah. 
it's amazing. It's like, oh my God, I'm fucking finally done with that. <laughs> right? So I feel like that's exactly the same thing that's going to happen on, on this when I start doing it. What I also start noticing was that when I first doing it out, I was, I was thinking all about the short term. I was thinking, oh, here's what I'm going to have to do within the next 30 days. Here's what I would do within the next week. But the deeper I got into it, the longer term my, my goals got or my to-do list got. So I'm in the middle of getting a house, right? So I'm thinking about, oh, house paperwork, getting insurance. Um, I got to pay my credit card bills. Here's what I got to do at work. I got to create a report. But as more got down into it, um, like I learned to like pretty much like learn stock market. Um, finish up a couple of books that I have been started on. Um, clean the backyard. It's still a long <laughs> process. Um, you know, make their yard better. Um, then I got into save 10k, save 20k. You know. And then Hawaii pictures, that's been there for like a year and a half. That's now it's been a long term because it's been standing for such a long time. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I've been thinking about it this whole time, right? Stuff that I wasn't even thinking about started coming up. And so I think once you so for me, I it really took time for me to get into the into the focus and, and that's where the meditation helped. But once I really got into that, I really started thinking differently for a long-term rise, and it really reflected in my list as well. So, so the yeah. more you, the more you got deeper into that state of mind, the longer-term your thoughts became. Yep. Nice. Yep. Good stuff. And I think um, <clears throat> if I would have done this exercise a couple of years ago, the list would have been totally different. <laughs> Um, and it's a weird to just to realize that just by looking at my list and how much of a difference that would have been. Um, and I think the second portion would be if I would have meditated, 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 yeah, meditated uh, better, I think my focus would have been a lot better and my list would have been even more different. Yeah. So I feel like it would change as you go. Yeah. Um, as you meditate, as you think about it. So, Good yeah. stuff. Cool. Mine was on uh, external views. Mine was kind of thinking about how other people think about me. So kind of if, if video game video game terms of being like the third person. Kind of being outside of the actual character looking inwards. Not necessarily being me. So in this case I had three people that I needed to choose. One was someone that knew me very well, one was somebody that knew me, and one was somebody that really didn't know me um, too much. The person that I knew very well, or chose to be very well, was Steph, um, my wife. Then I chose Sapambia, who knows me. I'm kind me. of butthurt, not gonna lie, just... I used There's to be a reason number, for it. There's a reason no, for it. No, I know, but I'm like, there I used to be number one. Oh, poor oh. baby. There, there's a reason for it. And, and, and it, it plays into the whole stuff. thought process. <laughs> There's a whole process, thought process to it. Um, I have my Sapun Baya. Baya again means brother. Uh, he's like my cousin. He's family. Sapun is his name or is that like big brother, like elder? Uh, Sapun is his name. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah, and then Baya is brother's term. 
And then my coworker, Amy, um, I chose her. She sits behind me. I've literally probably only known her for like a month and a half, a couple conversations. You know Amy, mm-hmm. Kyle. Um, the one thing I want to say first is, did you guys do the meditation the way Rohit said to the T? I'm just curious about that. Not to the T. Because you already said not to the T. Palms open. Palms open, the whole thing. Okay. I don't think I did either. Because in my mind, I was going the same way as Kamal, thinking the meditation's in a dark room. We can just be quiet and be in our thoughts. Once reading the whole subject, I already had a plan of having candle lit and being in the bathtub completely just dark and just being myself. So that was my meditation. But I did the breathing process the same way. So it wasn't just the posture and all that. Uh, the breathing took me good 10 minutes just to get there and doing the whole during the whole time the imagination of me taking that handkerchief putting it into my quote-unquote soul and then breathing everything out once I got into the state of mind going in and I wrote down apparition um, kind of like a ghost because that's how I felt in certain situations with my wife and that's why I chose her is you and me, we butt heads, but it's always a, a stupid butt head. Like, it's never a serious thing. That's true. Stephanie and I, we get into, you know, arguments. And I want to know what is the reason. What is the cause? What did I do to make her upset? And pulling myself out of the situation, going to her side, and almost being like that third-person view of her. Just being behind her, seeing how I acted seeing how I talked, seeing how my hands were, my mannerisms. It made me realize that when I talk to her, it's way more aggressive than I talk to somebody else. It made me feel like I belittle her. And that's, that's, it hurt because it made you feel like, damn, like I'm not treating her properly. But at the same time, I felt glad that I was able to come out of my my view of her and now i mean it's only been two days since i've done it but even the conversations like i tell her like i i asked her a question about something i could get and she said i don't think we can afford it i don't think we can do it right now and i told her thank you babe for considering this conversation that's all i wanted to do was like i had to like change it I, i wasn't trying to get mad i wasn't trying to do these things because i put myself out of that position there um with sapumbea he knows the family really well, and the common denominator between him and me is my dad. We both love my dad, right? And we both want to see him be happy and be living a normal life. And since mom passed away, he's been very quiet, very in his own world. And Sabumbia and I try to you know, pull him out of it. So I try to get out of the whole concept, again, of me being out of myself and trying to talk to dad in a way that maybe suffocates. Because the age gap between my dad and Sapumbia is smaller than the age gap between me and my dad, obviously. So they have more, quote unquote, relatable conversations than me and my dad do. Because of that, I feel like I'm gonna start to talk to my father in a different way about different things. Not necessarily about the same stuff that I used to talk about, which could have been, what are you doing tomorrow? Did you take care of Bowser? You know, how was your day? Like normal conversational thoughts, but trying to go deeper into what he likes. You know, he has conversations with some of them that are half an hour, 45 minutes. I get good 20, 30 minutes, and then of that, we're joking around, he's making corny dad jokes. We have our own bond, 
but I wanted something more. And I guess that's where when I meditated, a lot of my connection with dad came in. With Amy, I think I took hers the most as a who the fuck is this person? Because she didn't know who I was. I'm coming on to her team. And the thing is, she sits directly diagonal from me, so she can literally see what I do, if I pick a bugger, if I, you know, doing, watching YouTube. She does that very often. Pick a bugger, as what came to your mind. Right? Just, just saying. <laughs> watching YouTube, whatever. Like, it, it, she can see it. So, for me to, to pull myself out of where I sit, and to basically stand over Amy's shoulder and then like think of myself the whole day. How I dress, including. So how I visually look in the morning. I, I hate mornings. I'm not a morning person. Always come in groggy. Good morning. And I sit at my desk, headphones on, and I start to work. I never really thought about how that can come off and being a dick. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, just coming into because to me it's just I just I don't. I'm just a fucking asshole. Don't talk to him. Yeah. I just I like my bubble. I like to just do my work, have my headphones on, and then just do it. She's a very open, bubbly, talkative person. I just say good morning, whatever. I'm done with it until I get coffee or whatever the later is in the day. Good morning. Yeah. Now don't talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk to me. But everything from seeing how she would see as a new person coming into this role, I started to ask questions like, does she think that I'm doing the role properly? Am I doing enough to help the team? Am I taking the steps to get the whole licensing uh, credentials that we need for the get <laughs> Microsoft licensing stuff? Dude, that's fun. We have different, very different definitions. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was seeing how she sees me clothes-wise, I think. I wear the same sweatshirt every day to work. It's cold as hell in the office for me. I'm a big dude, but I get cold. And I sit underneath the vent. So I always have that jacket. But when I go anywhere else, I take the jacket off. So it's never really used anywhere else. How does she think of that? You know, like how does she portray that? I don't know. And these weirdo are the things always that wears the same hoodie. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, does she think I'm a weirdo for wearing the same hoodie all the time? I don't know. And that's like I had to start thinking about the whole process of literally for the last like month. <laughs> it's been the same sweatshirt. I wash it, don't worry. Sure. I do. <laughs> Saturdays are laundry day. <clears throat> Owl. Yeah, yeah. I got a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. I, so, for the podcast, this is how much owlish I am. By the way, if you guys don't know the reference, please check episode seventy-eight. Right, yep. seventy-eight. Yep. All right, personality matrix. <laughs> he looks around. I can make sure. <laughs> are we all the same? Look at all our notes. All the notes. Yeah, we have the same one. Thirty-nine. Yeah, elliptic. We all have different numbers. Ninety-five. Eighty-four. I'm gonna tell you four. I don't know where you guys are. <laughs> Uh, check out that episode of what we talk about for the personality matrix. But for for the owl portion, what were we talking about? I don't even <laughs> you were talking about having so how much of an owl you are, huh? Scheduling your laundry and your sex life. No, I didn't say sex life. Don't, don't start <laughs> You're like this is how owl. This is how much of an owl I am. For those who don't know, owls are. Yeah, but now I don't know what the pretense yeah. was. So. I think it was scheduling but, your bedroom time. No, yeah. we didn't say bedroom time. Bedroom time. It was definitely bedroom time. Okay. Oh, yeah. So here it goes. For the, for the podcast, what I have is, if you guys have heard of the website, if this, then that. Mm. So what I have said is, 
if at Monday at 9 a.m. happens, send a message to our group chat to make sure that everything is ready for the podcast. I have the exact same thing for the, the bedroom. What the fuck? Do you guys have a fantasy with my bedroom? Yes. You can join Rohit, me, just me. <laughs> just me. You heard that, Steph? What are you doing Friday night? <laughs> just me. Um, it's okay, it's okay, Rohit. I'll take everything. Steph out. Have fun. I'm just trying to do the if this then. <laughs> gar- Although I will charge you. For garbage. Yeah, for garbage and recycling. It literally is a message that says, did you take out the garbage? It's a recycling day. Monday at 9 p.m. Every Monday, it sends me that message. It, it's just to, to keep me on track, just to make sure. A true automation need a reminder. Automation. Who? He almost did it. He did it too. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I died on him. <laughs> he can't be an owl anymore. <laughs> He's not allowed. You lost your hood privilege. My hood privilege? <laughs> I gotta go. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. But at the end, the meditating for me was a game changer for how I see myself and how others view me. Because I went out of my body, quote unquote, to view myself. It's a different view that I've, like Kyle and and Como said, have never really thought of because these aren't the day-to-day things, the thought processes that you have is, you know, just because you said something to someone, does that actually mean that it's a root? Is it nice? Is it appropriate? No one really thinks about it. Just like no one really thinks about when you say, you know, they don't say sorry or thank you when you open the door. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I do get upset. Do you? I do, because I feel like me, just everyone should have that sense of... Courtesy. Courtesy. Mm-hmm. And when somebody doesn't, it's like, you're the dick. Do you let it bother Oh, you do let it bother you because you're the road rager. I, yeah. It bothers the fuck out of me. Huge road rage. Oh, man. That, and we talked about that. Like, I get, like, road rage stuff. I get irritated. I'm like, God, fucking idiot. And I'm like, whatever. And then I move on. Yep. And then I'm on to the song or something. Like, whatever is going on. Him and stuff, both in the car. A little oh, worse. Really? She's oh, my God. Him. Good stuff. <laughs> it's kind of entertaining at times. <laughs> share this. Share this exercise. You had to meditate with her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we're road rage. In the bedroom tonight. At least we're road rage. Good stuff. Man, well, and I think we're coming up on time here, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap pretty soon. Roy, do you have any other? Yeah. Any other tips or tricks or hints in, in how, how our, our listeners can uh, can meditate? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple things I wrote down. Once again, we're going to have all these instructions um, on our website on, on how to do each of these exercises. There's uh, goes into quite a, quite a bit of detail on, on how to do it, the breathing techniques, um, all that stuff is on there. I would say, you know, you don't have to jump into the deep stuff that we did. The only reason why we brought that up is because they're – to let the audience know that there are different there are different styles of meditation it's not just sitting in a corner you know meditating like and, and what's interesting is as soon as I said we're going to do an episode on how to meditate all three of you guys have the same visualization of sitting in a dark corner and, and breathing uh, so there's different styles and really for the audience at home the very first one you really want to practice all the time is just breathing like I just want to 
take a quick like 20 seconds each, you know, just talk about how that breathing exercise went for you guys um, as soon as I finish these two other points. One is, especially for Kamal, I think with, with you, talk about how you did a lot of this list making stuff and accountability for work, but you never did with your own personal life. And that's because the majority of us are better at being employees than you are at being you, right? Think about all the stuff you do at work. How can you be a better employee? What, what seminars can you go to? What books do you read? Even if it's off work, you're willing to, to do this research, to learn to be a better employee. But how come you're not taking the, that same skill set and applying it to your life? It can be very eye-opening, and I'm glad that you know, you're on that path. And I agree, when you just cross something off the list, it feels so good, more so in your personal life than, than for work. Because at work, it's just a task, but you can actually see, like, yeah, I accomplished something, you know? And the other thing that, that I think all three of you guys kind of mentioned is, is you were, as Kyle mentioned, you know, uh, undoing the, the layers of the onion, right? And you're getting deeper and deeper. You didn't even mean to. It's just how it worked. Well, That's because at the very beginning, when whenever you're doing something, if if you're not if you're not familiar with the world of personal development, you're going to keep everything very surface level, right? You just don't know. And it's not a knock against anyone. It's just you're not used to having that skill set of learning how to dive in deeper and deeper and deeper. And so it, it's almost like, uh, you, you know, you, I forgot what they're called. Um, but, it, but it's almost like it, it just your surface level. And then all of a sudden you just take a dive into this, this deep emotion. And that dive really starts happening once you let go of your programs. Once you let go of the things that are holding you back and you're like, you know what, this is for me, this exercise is for me, no one else is going to see this list. And that's when you really start coming to terms and the depth just opens up and the real power of meditating and, and being one with yourself, connecting your soul and your mind, your body all together in a harmonious balance. That's when it starts coming in. And you can literally be in a point where someone is ready to fight you and you just take a deep breath and you just walk away that's the point where, where everyone can get. And so with that said, that's the end of my notes, but I just kind of want to take a quick 10, 15 seconds or so. How was just the breathing exercise for each of you guys? Breathing for me, I mean, it was, I was in the bathtub. So I was full on, you know, laying in the tub. Totally got it. Yeah, we're going to have pictures of Amit <laughs> laying in the bathtub for you guys. God, Might be some rubber duckies there. <laughs> rubber duck, yeah, of course I have a rubber ducky. You know, Come on, <laughs> give me bath time, lots of fun, Robert. Okay, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. My hands are in the water; they're put up, you know, palms up, sitting there, just breathing. And the things that I noticed was one, I could hear the wake of a candle, which was soothing. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I could also hear my breathing. Like I turned all the fans off, like everything. It was as quiet as I could get it. Um, but just to have the candle lit and to hear the, my own breathing was, I think, what kind of pushed me into getting to that deeper level of thought. Hmm. So it was good. Yeah, I, I would say the same things. I wrote this down actually before you even talking. Was senses heightened. When I first stopped to take the deep breaths, I focused on my breath. As I began to focus my breath, I noticed other things I didn't notice before. Noises that a house makes when no one's fucking moving. Yep. Cars that are nowhere even near your house. 
just little, little things that as you hear them initially, they're hard to get out of your head. It took me a few moments. I had to sit there and continue to focus on breathing, keep my eyes closed, and prevent those things from being bothersome or worrisome in my head. Because as a monkey, I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's hard to do. That is hard to do. That is a challenge. Like right now, as we're discussing, I hear some vent or something that keeps going. Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. But those are the types of things that as you begin, as I began anyways, I don't want to speak for all of our listeners, but I imagine you'll have some of the same oh, obstacles that we had. As you begin to do these techniques, those are the things you're going to need to overcome. Once you overcome those things, then you can really start having some breaks. For me, it's, it's a little bit different mainly because I didn't get fully focused in, right? But post-meditating, um, when I'm thinking about that moment, I can, I can actually see myself closing my eyes and trying to focus in. Um, but so it's probably not for like at that time, but maybe later on, reflecting back to the moment when you're really starting up, really clearing up your mind. I think if you, if I'm thinking back on that side, I mean, I can see it a little bit more clearly. So I'm hoping that will actually help me out the next time when I meditate um, to get more focused in. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's time. It's time. Good time. <laughs> it has been. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. And now it's time. Time time for Kyle Reed. Two minute takeaway. Away, away, away. These guys are stupid. Serious. Oh, Who's he talking to? I was too. I forgot. Sometimes, sometimes I forget. forget. Yeah. Sometimes I forget yeah. that we're recording yeah. video right as well. Now. Oh my goodness gracious. So if you're listening to this now. podcast, you want to know what Kummel did that freaked us all out. Watch the YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Watch YouTube. Episode video. 79. Um, so this week's episode was all power, part of our forthcoming how to series. We're going to do a series for our listeners, which is essentially how to X. YZ, uh, as part of the GYZ podcast. So today's was how to meditate. Uh, and, and Rohit went over a few things for you. He went over some breathing exercises and really how to position your body physically in order to prepare you to position your body mentally and spiritually. So you can gain something from this exercise that you would not have gained just going through your day to day. I can't read what that says. Sure. I can't so, read that either. It's just so uh, and we had three specific exercises that Rohe had put together for us to do for myself, Amit, and Kamal specifically. Come on. Once we got Kamal. <laughs> Dick. Specifically, once we got to that state to sort of gain a, gain a deeper understanding on some of these questions and get a little bit more out of it than just a breathing exercise. Um, so with that being said, we'll invite all of our listeners to take a look at the website. Rohit's gonna have a ton of information on there on how to do these exercises, how to get into this breathing. 
I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> so the audience should send us what we should do our next series about. So if we have done how to meditate, send what do you guys what, want to see? Send us what you want how to. Yeah, the how. Dude, I'm trying to write this quick. Oh just so you my goodness. You could just, just say it. That's, okay. That's what I just ended up doing, but now we're having a discussion about me writing it. So you could leave job. it on our Facebook page like Chris Johnson just did. He posted something uh, while we were reporting. Nice. Ooh, good stuff. Cool. Very nice. So we'll, we'll take that into consideration as long as it's good. We'll have to wait and find out because I don't know about that Chris Johnson guy. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, thanks again for tuning in this week. We're going to have a ton of material on the website, how to get to that particular state, how to meditate. Take some time to do it for yourself. I, I think we all got a ton out of it. I know Ahmed did and Kamal as well. He got two pages of, of notes over there. So hit us up, gycpodcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and again, I always mention this, Roy's favorite, Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I always got so excited when you mentioned that. Yeah, I know you do. You love it. And tune in again next week for another episode of your favorite podcast, GYC Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.